We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The score! Crowd of 7,923 has had a good day at the ballpark here in their first Grapefruit League game. About time called. Conley took too much time. He's out. He wasn't. He oh. didn't have his eyes on the pitcher oh. by the eight-second pitch mark on the pitch clock. And that's going to be the ball game. Conley was headed to first. He thought it was going to be a penalty for a ball, ball four. The game just ended on a pitch clock violation. Get used to it, because there's going to be stuff like that. Hitters, be ready to hit. Pitchers, be ready to pitch. And I'll tell you that I didn't even realize when we attended some minor league games last summer, we went to see the Greensboro Grasshoppers. Okay. Had a lovely night there. And then we saw Indianapolis against, who was it? Was it Syracuse? I forgot. I think it was Syracuse. Who we saw in Indy. And... I didn't even realize that the pitch clock was a thing until I looked midway through the game. I'm like, oh, I guess they're using the, the, the clock. No wonder everything's sort of flying along and everything is kind of nicely paced. And I don't know who any of the players are and I don't care, but this is fun and it's a great experience. So it might, which is different than it being my team. It's different than if I'm following the Cubs or the Sox, I think, because that that was just dinner theater. That was just hanging out and having $2 beers and nachos and, and watching Something's baseball. on. Something's on. Something's there. So I do think I've got to figure out if I'm going to be evaluating the performances of these players and the strategy and everything that's going on. I'm going to have to know whether I want to or not. I was watching games this weekend and kind of going back and forth. I was uh, watching the White Sox game while I was at Northern. And I'm sitting there going, okay, what is it that I need like as a viewer, as a consumer? I think I need to see the pitch clock. I also think I need it for it to be bigger than in the bug. And I, I don't know if that's because you know I'm getting older and my eyesight is failing. But I didn't like the way as I was sampling 
watching stuff on MLB Network, so which is locally produced. So you're seeing, oh, well, this is how the Angels are doing it, or this is how the Dodgers are doing it. The Dodgers is how they're doing it. I, I would rather see it, but I get why a pitcher wouldn't. Like I, I get like if it's at the if the actual clock was at the base behind home plate, I don't I wouldn't want that as a pitcher. But like a quarterback's got to see the play clock. Correct. But I just think that it's different for pitchers. I I, I think that their the nature of their job is a little bit more sensitive. Like maybe there's a cutoff point. Maybe you get to see it up until five. And then it cuts off, and you better be getting yourself ready, or else you're going to be assessed. Or isn't there something? Couldn't they do something audio with with, with PitchCon? I like like we're we got ESPN on in the studio. I like that. That's perfect. And there's actually yeah, that's good because it's not the problem. Is I want to be able to actually see it, and I don't want to strain. To see it, I don't want it to cause any excess baseball anxiety either. Part of the joy in, of baseball, you? yeah. Just as a viewer, I don't want to feel like I'm on the clock. I want okay. to watch the game, but it's it's like you you can't have. It would be like a, watching a basketball game where every possession is down to the red on the shot clock. Well, th- that's the element of the game that romantics will often say sets baseball apart is that there is no clock. But if this is going to be a rule, I I would I need to see it. So now like as we're watching like this particular broadcast, they took it out on the last two pitches. I can't have that. It's got to be one or the other. I need that thing in there every time so that I understand what's going on between pitcher and batter. The other thing is, it's going to be interesting to see, and we joked a little bit about it last week, like the concept of pitchcom and like, oh, my pitchcom doesn't work. But that's and, what I see. For a pitcher, could there be an audio tone to tell you five seconds? I guess you could throw it in there too, and it'd be a part of it. Not for us, but just for the pitcher himself. Yeah, so that they know. So, so this is one of the ones that I think is super interesting, and it's moving, and I'm glad to see it where you have a walk, and then it's 30 seconds on the reset of it, before the next pitch is thrown, and took it, pitcher took it pretty much down to two seconds. So, all right, this is great. Yeah, this is I I dig it. I think I'll learn to to see it when I need to see it or when I want to. I think it's going to be on me as a viewer to take it all in and then figure out what's going to make me the most comfortable and informed watching games. But I will say that that's what I want. Like that that right there is how I want it to be displayed, where you have the bug at the top, and it's a, it's its own box. It's not kind of condensed, because a lot of the ones from the local broadcast... You got to find it. Right, and I didn't like that. Like It, it was condensed, and you kind of couldn't see it. And well, you're trying the difference to- is, because that's not a graphic. That's a camera on the clock. Mm-hmm. That's the way they used to show the shot clock in the NBA. I was I, they would have a dedicated camera that would sit there, and the and the shot clocks were these sort of dis, you know foldable little like sawhorses that would go in the corners. But that's what that I don't. From a, I, from I think a, that's a rudimentary spring training thing that you're probably not going to get in the regular season. Yeah, but I don't think it would be that hard to implement it. You get a static camera 
and put it. You don't even have to man it. Like you just you say, you point it at it. We got it. We flip it on, and we're good to go. Well, once they're going to do that, they'd rather just set up their own graphic to mirror the actual clock. I'm and fine. Slap a sponsor on. I'm it. I'm and- fine with that too. Timex, whatever, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Uh, Mike Rankin, how how do you want to consume pitch clock? I hear what you're saying, Dan, because I think over time, as a viewer and a baseball fan, we'll just kind of inherently have a feel for the pitch clock. But I want to see it. I want to see it every pitch. And I like the way ESPN's doing it right now. And like you said, Lawrence, they're kind of taking it away. It's kind of... Yeah, I don't like that. It's got to be there every pitch. I'm with you. I would like, like let's that... Let's not play that game. ...to be there the whole time. And just to go back to what you were saying, I don't know if it's distracting for pitchers if they have it behind home plate, right? And if they... If you want to allow a pitcher to monitor the pitch clock, maybe behind home plate, it's like the batter's eye for a pitcher near the broadcasting booth behind home plate, maybe on like the second level. They dedicate an area, a digital area, for them to have the pitch clock there. I just don't want it in their purview on the field, like eye level on the field. If they're looking up, I think it's a little different than if it's in their peripheral on the left-hand side because I think that's what's going on in Mesa right now. And I felt like that was distracting. But from a viewer's perspective, yeah, I want to see it like ESPN's doing it right now. And I thought Marquee did an okay job. I know they're going to work with it, but I want to see it. So in the Cardinals ballpark, the clock is set up for a right-handed pitcher. You probably wouldn't see it if you're in the stretch. If you're in the wind, it's off to your left. And you could probably at least see it as you're getting ready to start your motion. But it, I think it, I think it's far enough away for a right-handed pitcher that it won't be intrusive but could be helpful, if that makes any sense. I also think we're going to stop feeling it and seeing it. It's just going to be the game. It's just going to be baseball. And once the players adjust, we as viewers will adjust as well. Okay, so you're you're a, a longtime play-by-play guy. For the radio play-by-play guy, who I think is going to be more affected by this than television, because on television there's the actual picture of it, what do you want from your radio play-by-play guy when it comes to the pitch clock? I don't think it's – I think it helps – Radio play-by-play. I think giving you a set rhythm as a broadcaster is a gift. I think it allows you a structure to be able to build the rhythm of your cast around. And depending, look, if it's if it's six nothing in the fourth, and people aren't hanging on every pitch, you can tell a story. And as you're telling your story, you can say, "Here's the two-two. That's low and away." And then you've got another. 20 seconds to do what you're doing. Yeah, but but how much do you want them to acknowledge the clock? Do you only want a clock acknowledgement when there's a penalty? Or do you want, hey, the pitch clock's winding down. It's no, three seconds I, no, left. no, 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 no. It's not basketball. Basketball, you'd say standing dribble right of the key eight to shoot. I don't think you would. I, I do not think a, a, a radio, at least my, my first blush answer to that would be as a radio play by play baseball broadcaster, I wouldn't say Johnson comes set four on the clock, three, two, kicks and fires. Like, no. 
No, it's not bad though. I, but but I don't. But I, I that's not a baseball broadcast. I, I think that, that well, a baseball you can't broadcast that might way. have to change unless un, un, maybe very specifically if it's a playoff game or late in the year or if somebody who has had issues with the clock. I, I think there's all sorts I, of nuances in here. I but in general, on, I don't. I don't want that in my cast. I actually think early on, radio play-by-play guys need to do it more, almost like preseason where. You've got to let people know that this is a thing. Think about how many people might not even know. They're going to see it and be like, what the hell is that? I I think if you talk to Theo, though, his preference would be just call the game. People don't have to. You don't want to make it obtrusive. If people say, hey, this game's really moving along. Or or they look at those and say, wow, it's ideally, you say, it's the seventh inning already. Yeah, Yeah, I think... I would feel anxious if yes. the radio broadcaster continued I, I, to mention it. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do it unless it was it became an issue with like either multiple violations or a team that's coming in where certain a certain pitcher has struggled with it or a certain hitter has struggled with it. And if it were uniquely part of the story, otherwise I'm just I'm I'm calling the game and allowing that to be background. Yeah, but if there is a violation, like And call it. I, I Yes, but I also think that you have to explain out. This is why this is happening. So I, I'm I'm still not sure. I'm not sure on what it should look or sound like. I do know that I want it. I, I want it on every single pitch so that I can see how a particular pitcher is going through all of this stuff. Like I want... I, I want to hear Pat Hughes describe some of this stuff, too. I I don't know. It's it's we're in a, in a new place now, and there's going to be new rules and trying to figure out who can do it the best. Yeah, I just think the energy of a basketball game when you're talking about the shot clock and the way the game is timed and possessions but, are gamed out and all that matters, the, the lifeblood of the game is how much time is left. It's, but you don't it, even mention that until, for the most part, you're not mentioning that until we get 10 to shoot. You know, 10 to shoot. Then, and even then, you're not counting it. 10 to shoot, play, 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 play. Five to shoot. Three, you know, two, one. Like, you're not going to... Yeah, two on the clock to beat the buzzer. Levine, turn around, back rim, no. Yeah. So you're not sorry. You're, I, could, I could have had that go in. I just didn't feel like it. Kind of a jerk move. You could have allowed him to make that shot. He could have hit that. Come on, Zach. And he's should, going. Yo, should have hit that. Yo, just like you can get on the floor for a loose ball every once in a while to the referee and all that good stuff. Anyway, this conversation <laughs> about spring training and Cubs and White Sox baseball is being brought to you by Sloan. Official water efficiency partner of your Chicago Cubs. Speaking of whom, they have what? What did uh, JD call Wilson Contreras? Uh, like he's done a, a he's rest- a heel turn, wrestling heel turn, yeah. where he is embracing his role as NL Central villain, blue hat to red hat, and now he's in an organization that appreciates him. Yeah, they got birds on bats and weights and fish. Next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Talking with Jim Deshays on the Bernstein and Holmes show. The Cubs are soldiering on through the spring training season, and their former catcher is embracing a new antagonistic role, it seems. This is going to be fun, isn't it? He's poking a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what, though? When it's all said and done, when he comes back at, you know, at the end of his career to Rickley Field, the fans are going to love it. But it is going to be interesting this year when he shows up to see how they respond. He's kind of like playing the wrestling villain. Go ahead. Why shouldn't he? I love it. I love it. I love that Wilson Contreras is going to lean into the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry this time from the side of the Cardinals and that he, I mean, he's he's been built for being the villain. Yeah, I just always think about remember when Dexter Fowler signed with the Cardinals and and people were like, Oh my god, I can't watch and, and and his response was This is my job. I I'm not a fan. Yeah. I, I play baseball for a living. And I'll remember the calls that we took in was it ninety nine? No, it wasn't ninety nine. That was the that was Gaetti in ninety nine. Which was the year they signed Edmonds? Two thousand eight. 2008, they signed Jim Edmonds, and, and this station, people went so crazy. Like, I, I don't, how am I going to root? I can't root for Jim Edmonds because, like, really, it, it was so weird. Like, he's now on your team, and he actually had a great half a season. I think when they signed him that year, didn't he? Yeah, I think he had an OPS over 900 that year, and still, it's like, I can't root for that guy, I hate that, it's like, get over yeah, it. He was awesome. He was awesome. 937 OPS yes. in close to 300 plate appearances. Yeah. Yeah, 85 games. 256, 369, 568. Well, a pretty good center field, too. He was diving after everything. Well, sure, he would get a, you know, the old late jump to lay out for it. Gotta make it, gotta make a show of it. Mm-hmm. I... I've always enjoyed Wilson Contreras as like that dude. Like that's part of the reason I like him. And that's what makes him perfect for this. Because for years, Cubs fans have appreciated that Wilson's kind of the fiery guy. Like he's a little bit of a firecracker, you know? And now that he's on the other side, you get to be like, oh my God, this must be how annoyed other teams were when they found out that they were playing the Cubs and and playing. Do we have the Wilson sound of him him on Bally's talking about the Cardinal way? For me, I like this better. It's a it's better organization. Uh, we all <laughs> like almost like old school old school way, which I love it. Um, and that's something that I really like it. I was I already talked to uh, the manager about it, like how I was a coach here, and everything since I got here has been everything just one way, the cardinal way, and I have to adjust it. So uh, it's, it's not it's not it's not it's not that hard. I mean, it, it do everything right and respect each other. That's it. There you go. And is the manager's a little chippy too? Yes. You see that Oliver Marmol is getting into a CB Buckner. And Buckner wouldn't shake his hand, and apparently the other umpires in Buckner's crew 
were apologizing to Marmol about Buckner being a piece. Oh. Did you see that uh that Fran McCaffrey thing that went what? on this weekend? Man. <laughs> College basketball sucks. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you just college basketball just brings out so much lame. To like, get over yourself. I'm gonna stare you down. Watch this I'm gonna walk out here and I'm gonna stare at you and intimidate you because I coach basketball. And, and then you lost Come the on. stare down. What, what, what? You what? blink first. You walked away. Was it Tony Chiazza? Was he the referee? It looked like Tony Chiazza, but I might be profiling. But he was just like, come on, what, man. What are you doing? What, why? What are you accomplishing? I'm Fran McCaffrey, and I'm... I'm going to give you the stink eye because you've wronged me. I'm Fran McCaffrey. Well, I mean, they did, after that, pretty amazingly, where they score 11 points in a minute and a half. And How the hell did the Illinois lose, by the way? That, that Ohio State team sucks. And Northwestern got the brakes beaten off Yeah, of they did. Like, you know why? Because none of these teams are any good. This is what this tournament this year you. is going to be outstanding because there's going to be stuff happening. You're like, wait, what? What? Who, who? Who advanced? What the hell's going on? None of these teams are any good. But I, but I dig, I dig on Wilson. It, I do think that it's really interesting that one of the villains for the White Sox is Javier Baez, and but now, he's not. But he is, Dan. He is. I know that the the Tigers stink. He hasn't lived up to that contract, but you know who doesn't stink? Javier Baez playing against the White Sox, and specifically playing against the White Sox here. The White Sox have their own villains. Like they've got Mike Clevenger on their that's, team. That's not what we mean, and you know it. Like the the, that's the not worst what we're guy saying. is actually on the Sox. That's not they, they bring in villains and make you root for them. That's not what like we're they, saying. They they like broke the whole idea of it. It is like oh, I'm on this other team now. Everything's over here. The White Sox are like, yeah, you see this complete Deutsche Bank. We're gonna we're gonna sign him, and then you're gonna have to root for him. I'm what do you think of that, Sox fans? I'm glad the that White we're Sox are their, Deutsche Bank back. The White Sox are their own villains. Like they they do it for you. They're pre-villain. They, yeah, they try, they try to make you hate them instead of the other team. <laughs> they, they're reinventing it completely. Watch this. Hold my beer. We don't need any of your stinking villains. <laughs> we, got, we got our own on the roster here. You want to see the biggest bag in baseball? Now that Trevor Ta-da! Bauer's out, yeah, we'll, we'll bring this guy in here. Here you go. He's on your team. Oh, thanks, thanks so much. Last year against the White Sox in 18 games, Javier Baez, this was his slash, 324, 329, 578. Was he really just against the Sox? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, the guy's turned into a villain. And then here's what his numbers were at guaranteed rate in 10 games last year. 302, 302, 581 for an 884 OPS. White Sox are like the best thing that happened to Javier Baez since he got to Detroit. And he leans into it. That's what makes it fun. That that he he's is, smiling about yeah, it. Yeah. He's, and, and he's waving. pointing to the crowd. Yeah. And I, that's what you need. So I'm okay with Wilson doing some of this. But it's weird too because of the emotional roller coaster that Cubs fans went on with Wilson last year. Where it's like, wait, is Wilson being traded? I think he's being traded. We should give him a standing ovation. 
And then they go on a road trip and then they come back and Wilson's still here. It's like, well, well now they definitely are going to trade him. So we should give him a standing ovation. And the 815. He's crying. They're crying. And then he doesn't get traded. It's like, hey, Wilson's um, still here. Yay. What, what the hell just happened? This texture says, why boo Wilson Contreras? It's not like he turned the Cubs down or left for a better deal. They didn't want him. Correct. Right. So allow him to go and do that thing. But it, I, I think there is some fun to be had with it. That's how I'm looking at it. To me, the bias stuff is fun. It's hilarious because he had such a terrible year, except against the White Sox. Like, his numbers overall were pretty terrible. Like, you need to make some changes type numbers. Last year, wow, his on-base percentage last year was 278. Oh, my. Javi slugged 393 last year, made him a 671 player, OPS player. What was OPS plus like? 93. But against the White Sox in 18 games, he's like, hey, watch this. I'm going to hit home runs. I'm going to take walks. I'm going to steal bases. I'm going to do all the Javi stuff. But only for these 18 games. And the rest of the time, I'm going to suck. Probably means they didn't pitch him well. They, Dan, they, they 100% did not pitch him well. Because they kept throwing him fastballs. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Don't throw him fastballs. As you're watching White Sox games, I want to keep these two things in mind. These specific two players. Ball that's straight, I hit very much. Don't throw fastballs to Javier Baez. Oh, wait, I know. It's Sal Perez. Yes. Right? No fastballs Don't to Sal Perez. Don't throw any. Yes. They'll swing at it. Jose throw Ramirez, too. Well, with him, uh, he, though. Well, he's, he's, he's going to hit anything. He's though. got plate coverage all over the place. But with those two guys, throw it in the dirt three times and see if Javi swings at it. With Salvador Perez, just keep throwing him breaking balls, and if he beats you, he beats you. But... There, there was literally a game last year where I said, don't throw Salvador Perez a fastball. And the first pitch they threw to him was a fastball, and he hit it 450 feet. Stop throwing him fastballs. You see SNL Saturday by any chance? I did not. Was it Woody Harrelson that was hosting? Yeah, I think he was getting weird. But uh, there was also a, a Bill Walton impersonation in the middle of Weekend Update that's worth a quick revisit. I Let's think. do that. Next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Puffing, fluffing, I love it all. Bill Walton is a difficult guy to parody because he's so over the top and he so often lapses into something that you can't imagine is real, it's very, very hard to try to crank that dial up past 9, past 10, and all the way to 17 to make it funny. It's really hard. He's a difficult interview and also the easiest interview because you can ask him one question and the interview is over. Like I say, he's he's hard to parody but SNL's James Austin Johnson gave it his best try. Today, the Lakers are 13th in the Western Conference. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Michael, the Lakers have a chemistry that would make Avadeo Avogadro's beakers boil with envy. LeBron, Anthony Davis, and the newbie D'Angelo Russell. Their on-the-court artistry moves me to tears. Oh, Anthony Davis for three. Great shot. Great. Are you calling a basketball game right now? I'm not calling it right now. Uh, my, my spirit guide, a headless Babylonian priestess, sends me flashes of what is, what was, and what shall be. So I'm calling a game that takes place next Wednesday. Oh, D'Lo with the layup and the lead is cut to six. All right, so you must know the future. I'll ask again. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, God herself birthed the tectonic marvel we call Los Angeles, Jay. Out of bounds, Lakers ball. The refs are going to take a look at this one. Yes, what we now call paradise started as a megafauna boneyard, but its spirit has carried on just like the Grateful Dead carried on when they brought in the noodler of nations, John Mayer, a poet whose only colleagues are the planets themselves. Big dunk from LeBron. Throw it down. God, I wish you could see this, Michael. Well, I can't. So tell me, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? Yes, the Lakers can make the playoffs if they can answer one simple question. Is there an afterlife? And what scientific basis is there for the persistence of the soul after death? Oh, Fallon Davis, that's his fourth. <laughs> oh, for unity with the stars. Our place in the massive firmament to be cradled in our creator's magnificent bosom. And have her whisper the immortal words of Jabba the Hutt. Chisabikawonki Chewbacca. Bill Walton, everybody. Quickly, go to Lakers I love it. That's that's good. Like I say, not easy to do. I think he did it. I think he nailed it. It's good work by him. He's a uh, he's pretty good. He's funny. Like I loved his. There there were maybe Trump impersonations that got the voice a little bit better, but nobody got the mental rambling like he got it when he was posting those videos of him just kind of walking around and going on these long sort of. Trumpian journeys to, to, to nowhere. Don't stop. He was great. Um, I know that you talked a little bit about this earlier, but this is a, an update from Patrick Mooney. Oh, I thought you were going to say it from Adam Schefter. No. The, the phone is still ringing. Developing. Developing. Um, 
Patrick Mooney tweets out, while the Cubs are still assessing Seiya Suzuki's oblique issue, Patrick Wisdom has been scratched from today's split squad lineup in Scottsdale due to left groin soreness. David Ross had mentioned Wisdom as an option to play right field if Suzuki is sidelined. Is Seiya Suzuki going through what we saw Lucas Giolito go through Mm. last year where Mm. he bulked up and maybe his baseball muscles are overstrained? Something to keep an eye on. I think it's reasonable to ask the question, depending on how much time he's going to miss. I don't like the fact that it's there's already this much uncertainty regarding, say, a Suzuki. Nobody's come out like he's going to be MRI and all this stuff. And, they did say yeah. there was going to be imaging, but yep. still, like he came in in like a bleep brick house, and now you're like, oh, he's oh, he might not be in a good way. So you just wonder if the off-season program was beneficial or detrimental to the development of one Seiya Suzuki. Parkins and Spiegel next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly. 